The following presentation is from North Pine Baptist Church. We trust that it will help you learn more about God and His message for the world. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au. Thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with the person who is of a humble life and a humble spirit, who arrives to see the humble and to arrive the heart of the contrite. Revelation chapter 9, of chapter 7, verse 9. After this, I looked and behold a great multitude which no person could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God. He sits upon the throne and to the Lamb, and all the angels stood around the throne, and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I've always enjoyed the music it always seems to be heard by great musicians. And this morning, as the as the service started, and your able worship leader and guitarist, his name is I thought he almost stole my sermon introduction. I thought, oh. We live in an amazing country, Australia. It's just wonderful to be able to go out in the night time or the daytime, but uh, particularly at night time, and look out at the sky. Now, the night may be cloudy, but I want you uh, to go out on a cloudless night for the next few days and look up into the night sky about 8 o'clock. And you will see in the west a bright beam. It is so bright. And then as you look over towards the east, you will see Jupiter, which is also amazingly bright. And then a bit uh, further towards the west, uh, less bright, is uh, something. And I, I go out in the night and I look at some of the nights in the central Australia and where there's less light 
and look out and the and you the way Oh, a couple of years ago, I was listening to the uh, uh, ABC radio, and they had an interview with a, uh, an astronomer from the University of Southern Queensland. And apparently, he regularly appears for the interview. But on this particular day, he said something which I am still digesting. He said that there are as many galaxies, not planets, there are as many galaxies in the universe as there are brains expanding on the earth. <laughs> and I still haven't digested it. And I don't think I will be able to digest it. But this universe is that we cannot comprehend how vast it is. And we need to know that the God who made this universe, that he has a plan. God is the maker of heaven and earth. Jesus, uh, when he prayed, would always pray, Father. He always called God our Father. My father. But on one occasion, it's recorded in Matthew uh, chapter 11, he said, I thank you, Father, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. So you see, God is so great that it is beyond our total comprehension. And that's why I read to you from Isaiah. God inhabits eternity, the high and holy one. God is so high that we have no way of comprehending how great God is. But that great and amazing God wants to dwell with ordinary people. Ordinary people, those who are of a lowly heart, God wants to grow with them. God wants to speak and reveal himself to the ordinary people. He who made the heaven and earth wants to grow with them. Well, one of the things that I have uh, sort of come to recognize over the last uh, 44 years of ministry is that our, my concept, and I think it's pretty common, is that we have a very short attention span. I have served in uh, Bangladesh from 1977 until today. And it seems to have gone like that. It's just, it just went. <laughs> I remember a, a fellow uh, who was the Global Interaction Director asked me once in my first year in Bangladesh, how long do you intend to stay? And I said, well, I haven't thought about it. Maybe, you know, a couple of terms, maybe eight or nine years. Uh, and he said, have you thought of staying for life? And I said, oh, oh, I haven't. But as I look back, I see that God 
time and our time are often different. We want things to happen now. And our, our, our life being restored. We want them to happen now. But God's time and God's agenda is a bit bigger. So when you read the scripture, you read such things as uh, uh, Israel was in exile for 70 years. Now I'm 71. And I think to myself, oh man, <laughs> 70 years. Oh! The people of the time thought God had forgotten them. But 70 years is really nothing to God. It's a lot to us, but nothing to God. We look at uh, how that Jesus was 30 years in preparation before he began public ministry. Now, Jesus was sinless, and he didn't have the hang ups that we have. And he was the brightest person that probably ever was born of a woman. It still took him 30 years before he began public ministry. I have seen in uh, cross-cultural mission people want things to happen straight away. Oh, we just go, you know, we'll go and we preach and then we'll come back and, and God will bless. <laughs> And I, and forgive me if I say this, it was the wrong to pray about, but it happen. It didn't matter how much I prayed about that I wanted to be a basketball player, I'd never be a basketball player. The only time I ever played basketball, I got a stiff neck and blisters on my feet. Stiff neck because the ball kept going like that. You know? um, so, <laughs> I'm pretty good at I was not too bad at uh, real football in the soccer. I wasn't too bad at that. You know, I was sort of made for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, you see, God's time is different to our time. It's been nearly, it's been over 2,000 years since Jesus died and rose again. So, why hasn't it finished? Where is he? Is not our time. God has a plan. God has a plan for the culmination of the history of, of this earth in this form. And we need to know, and as part of that uh, uh, history, is that God wants us to be involved in His work. Now, I, I have come over the last few years to call what I call God's accommodation. And I don't mean the house of religion. It's just that God accommodates our weaknesses and our frailties. In Psalm 103, there is this beautiful, beautiful verse. I find myself saying it to myself often. And it says this, As a father pities his children. So the Lord pities those who fear Him, for He knows our family, and He remembers that we are but just. He remembers our failures, our weaknesses, and our limitations, and God accommodates to our, our limitations. But we also need to recognize that when He accommodates to our weaknesses, 
and our limitations, that His plan is not limited by our limitations. We need to fit in to His agenda. And we need to know that we can trust God as He fulfills His plan. There's another verse in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. Easy to remember, 29, 29. It says this, that God has revealed things to us, but the secret things have not been revealed to us. We are to teach that which is revealed to those around about us and to our children. Those things which God has revealed, we are to share. So, what does He reveal? That which He has revealed is His character. God's character revealed to us through the Bible, through what He has done, through the, the children of Israel, through the prophets. He's revealed those things. There's something that He hasn't revealed. <laughs> like, when is this history going to be wound up? He's not revealed it. And we just need to trust. Why? Because we can trust the God that we know. In 1993, I was really moved. I was really worried. I was almost in despair. Because we had been working really very, very hard in ourselves. And we'd seen God work. But we were, we had lots of people leaving. And, uh, and I didn't know what was going to happen. And I prayed to God. I was actually in Bangladesh at the time. And I, I, I was so worried. And I was praying to God. And I said, Lord, what should we do? What will we do? And one of the few times that I had heard an audible voice in my head was this, you do what's in your heart. And I said, Lord, uh, shall we start a, 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 an NGO, an organization? You do what is in your heart. I said, well, and so we start first, and then that was it. So we started symbiosis. We started. And I started it because I went to another, a man whom I knew. I had worked with him, a national person. I worked with him a lot. I knew him. I knew his character. He was somewhat uh, radical, and he was somewhat controversial to lots of foreigners. But I knew him. I knew his character. And so I went to him. He had lots of ideas. And we formed a partnership. And people would come to me and say, how can you work with that person? And you, you know, he said some of the strangest things. I said, I know his character. I don't know everything about him. But on the basis of what I know, I know I can trust him. We know what God is like because he has revealed himself. He has revealed himself through the Bible, through the person of Jesus. The focus of God 
revelation is Jesus. And we know that we can trust God even in the areas which we have no idea about because we know God's character. The values that a person has, their character is so, so important. And in the Scripture, and particularly through the person of Jesus, we know what God is like. We know we can trust Him. We know but though there are lots of unanswered questions, we can trust God. And we need to trust God for our own daily life. But also, we need to trust God that He will lead us into the culmination of the history of this present age. The Spirit, Jesus said, that he would lead and give to us the Spirit. One of the things that is uh, common, I think, in the West is that people have lost a sense of the spiritual. I, before I went to bed, I turned on and I watched uh, the uh, end of the AFL fight. Oh, and the people were so emotional that they had demons. You know, and I know some Christians who are cheering for the demons. You know, there's a contradiction there. Uh, <laughs> and the demons, you know, are so emotional enough. I was so 50, 70 years to gain a football. I haven't done The Spirit of God speaking to the demons' hearts. Letting us know that there is a reality beyond just the physical, beyond just the hopelessness that we see around us, beyond just the fact that people try to find happiness in drugs and alcohol and sex in, in, in power trips or whatever. Jesus said, I will give you my spirit. He will dwell within your heart and lead you into all truth. Lead you. And it encourages the word in the Greek paraphrasos is encourager, it, 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 it comforter. For the Spirit of God who comes to dwell within our hearts, as I said, as Duncan interviewed me, that the people who who only see God as a far off, uh, amorphous entity who is, and they cannot know. But when they come to hear about Jesus and put their faith in Jesus, then they can know the closeness with God. The Spirit is to lead us. The Spirit is to encourage us. And to lead us not only just in our own personal lives, but in our life, in God's great plan for the culmination of history. The fulfillment of history, I believe, is closer and closer. I've been people in all sorts of times over the last 2,000 years and saying, oh, you know, it's coming soon. There's one truth that I know. It's closer than what it was. 
closer than what it was. And I have had the privilege, my wife and I have had the privilege of partnering with churches like North Island in fulfilling the, the, the culmination of history. Revelation chapter 7 says there, there will be people from every ethnic group and language. Every ethnic group and language. And I think to myself, well, you know, how does this happen? <laughs> I've had the privilege of living it out. You work amongst the language of Greek. You work with their culture. And you don't preach to them how they do it in North Pine or in the Vatican. You share with them what God has done in Jesus. Because the only way that we come to know the nature of heaven and earth is through the person of Jesus. It is true. Is it true the way we worship? Is it being a Westerner? Absolutely not. Western society is falling apart. Do you think Muslims have become uh, Westerners? <laughs> it just goes on crazy. They don't want to become Westerners. They don't find the uh, economic benefits. But the moral and the spiritual, they want nothing of it. We are to share Jesus. Not our culture, but what God has done in Jesus. As we have heard this morning already, when Jesus died on the cross, he died on the cross. He died on he took my sins, he took all my hang-up, he took all my insecurities, he took them on himself. But I might obtain a relationship with God. That I might know that God accepts me, not because I'm a good person, because I'm not. God accepts me as his child. Because of what Jesus has done. And the revelation of his unconditional, amazing love is there And when we put our faith, it's not believing in three impossible things before Jesus, it's a personal trust in the living God. I like to work in mental health. Psychiatrists would say, Oh, you know, you're wrong. You believe in something you can't see. Yep, yep, I do. I can't see quantum physics, but I see. There's lots of things I can't see. And I still believe in it. How is it all going to be worked out? How is God going to judge all these people? Not a problem for the one who made all the galaxies that are numbered more than the sands of the earth. It's not a problem. It makes my, in, in, in the Bengali language, they have this wonderful saying, brain fused very My brain gets fused to thinking about how is this possible, but it's not a problem for God. 
the maker of heaven and earth who is revealed himself in Jesus. Not a problem for him. For us, we have a role to play. Our first role is to respond to what God has done in Jesus with our faith in him. Now, the memory verse said, repent, turn from God's, turn from our own way to God's way. Put our faith in Him. Be baptized and begin the journey of being a child of God. Being the one who can call God our Father, my Father. And begin that work. And as believers, our role is to work in this God's plan for history. And that is to live lives of faithfulness live lives that reflect God's character and seek to share our faith with those around us, including those who are of other cultures and other languages. Now, I happen to be a, a, a person who is gifted to share cross-culturally. Not everyone. Everyone is gifted to share within their own culture. To share with their friends and their neighbors and their relatives. Not everyone is gifted to go cross culturally. But I say regularly to people cross cultural mission is like a spear or a javelin. Those who are involved at the, uh, I can't say whole faith because they've been doing it in what will I say? It's a photovoltaic cell space that those who are gifted for cross-cultural mission. Did you see, a javelin or a spear is useless if it only has a pointy bit. It has to have a staff. And you see, the staff is the prayers and the support of God's people which enables the point to be effective. And you have been part of that as part of this community. God has an amazing plan. Sometimes, when I, if we, I don't know about you, but I get depressed when I see the world situation. And I get depressed sometimes in Bangladesh and I look and I see thousands and thousands and thousands of men. And I'd wonder, how is this possible? Because you see, my focus then is on the problem and not on God. And God's plan and God's plan will be fulfilled if we serve faithfully in what is God's plan for this people. You know, uh, opera. Has different parts to it. You know what the first part is called? The overture. So, uh, uh, what is it? The Wind and Fell. The Wind and Fell overture. Wonderful piece of music. Amazing. But it's only the introduction. I want to say this is respectfully as I can. This is what Maybe it's because I'm over 70. More uh, Theophrastus is the son of Mary. Uh, 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 
Father, I want to thank you that you will have patience if you are long suffering with people like myself. I want to thank you that though you are inhabited community, that you are above this amazing universe, yet you desire to live in the hearts of those. Who tremble at your word, who are seeking you. We thank you that Jesus died on the cross for us, Lord. We thank you that he, you give to us of your spirit. You give to us hope. You give to us encouragement. And Lord, we don't know the time, you do. I pray, Lord, that for each of us here this morning, Maybe there are, Lord, those who would not yet put their faith in Jesus. However, today, we have a young people. Prepare, Lord, for each of us who will have put their faith in Jesus, that we might by your spirit encourage us and help us, Lord, as we put into your hands. And this I ask in Jesus. Thanks for joining us for this presentation from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.